Hello, I'm Coach Pav and welcome to Pavcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to optimise your recovery for cycling training. Your cycling performance improvements don't happen on the bike. They happen off the bike and during the time when your body is recovering. With this in mind, giving your body a helping hand might be the difference between being able to complete the next training session 100% versus just 90%. You might not think that 90% will be noticeable, and it might not, not right away at least. Yet keep adding those 10% together and you'll soon have a lot of lost opportunities. Discuss today. Recovering immediately post-training, including cooling down, stretching, foam rolling and other recovery tools, avoiding sickness and replacing fluids, electrolytes and carbohydrates. Further recovering opportunities, including sleep, massage, the recovery mindset, recovery rides and time off the bike. And my top tips for optimising recovery from endurance training. Recovering immediately post-training. Recovering immediately post-training. Immediately post-training or racing, you have a golden window of opportunity to really kick-start the recovery process. Most experts agree that this period of time is between 30 to 45 minutes long, and there are several things you can do to maximise this opportunity. Cooling down. Cooling down might not be the most important element of recovery, but it's certainly the one you will do first. Before you even get off the bike, we want to return your physiological state to the same, or at least very close, to how it was before you started your warm-up. There are some more complicated methods, but I recommend simply anywhere between 5-20 to minutes of easier pedalling, easy gear, high cadence. Your pedalling will feel very light, you might feel like you are spinning a little faster than you normally do, but you won't be going all out. You can determine the time based on two factors. The first is how intense the session was. The higher the intensity, the longer the cooldown. And the second is by your heart rate. Ideally, we want your heart rate to return to the same beats per minute, BPM, as before your warm-up. If you've just come back from a hard ride and need longer, jump on your indoor trainer to spin your legs. It's very easy to just skip this step, but it's very noticeable when you do. Your legs might be a little more stiff. Stretching, foam rolling and other recovery tools. There's a lot of misinformation about whether stretching is actually worth it. Personally, I do recommend it, but most science suggests it doesn't really do anything for recovery. What does work is foam rolling, compression wear, percussion recovery tools and other pressure-based tools. These will just aid your muscles by helping circulate blood, flush out the waste products caused by training and reduce any damage done while on the bike. These vary in price from compression socks and foam rollers on the cheaper end to the percussion tools and air pressure recovery trousers on the more expensive end. At a minimum, I recommend a foam roller and compression socks but most people see significant value in purchasing the more expensive gear too. I recommend using these tools immediately after training, but provided you don't do any of this while your body is cold, any time of the day can be beneficial. Note that I do recommend you look to replace fluids, electrolytes and carbohydrates before this step. Avoiding sickness. This might only apply if you've finished a race or a group training session, but avoid other people like they have COVID. The time immediately after you've finished is when your immune system is most compromised. If COVID has taught us anything, it is how to protect ourselves from other people's sickness. 
While this won't necessarily aid recovery, it might save your season if you avoid getting sick. Replacing fluids, electrolytes and carbohydrates. There are some more complicated ways of testing how much you've sweat during your training, but I like to get clients started with a simple test courtesy of Precision Hydration, which you can find on precisionhydration.com. The least accurate way, despite what we may have been told, of determining how dehydrated you are is checking your urine colour. The darker the colour, the more dehydrated you are. While we should be aiming to get urine clearer, but not clear, it's easy to manipulate this. Go over the top or misunderstand it. The best time of the day to check your urine colour to determine if you're dehydrated or not is actually first thing in the morning. Forget the hype around protein being immediately needed after training. This is just marketing crap. Eating protein after training might actually slow your recovery as your gut is busy digesting that instead of what it needs. Your body knows exactly what to do with protein, provided you eat enough per day. The priority is replacing glycogen you've just spent. This comes from carbohydrates. Depending on why you're riding, choose something healthier here. Ultimately, do you want muscles made of high quality food or crap quality cake? Here's a simple recipe that will help your body turbocharge your recovery. 100 to 150 grams of oats, a shake or smoothie made with plant-based milk, which could be soy, oat or nut, a handful of greens, for example kale or spinach, half a banana, a handful of your favourite frozen fruit, strawberries are great, and blueberries to top. Frozen works great if you're cooking your oats. There's an awesome 5 portions of recovery boosting fruit and vegetables in this meal, plus around 750 calories including 125 grams of carbs. For convenience, you can add the oats to a shake and blend them in. You might not get 100 to 150 grams of oats in there, but it will give the fruits and vegetables an extra boost of carbs. I'm not a huge fan of measuring protein, carbs and fats, nor counting calories. I don't really like to worry too much about percentages or ratios. It often creates challenges around hyper-focusing on food intake, which can turn into eating disorders. Providing you continue to eat healthy for the rest of the day, this will continue to aid your recovery. Further recovery opportunities. Now that you've taken advantage of the golden window after training, you should try to make smarter decisions about your recovery for the rest of the day. While the recovery gains might be smaller, in some cases, than immediately post-training, you can get a good boost from some of these additional opportunities. Sleep. For me, sleep is the undisputed champion of recovery, and as such, deserves its own podcast. Ideally, you will get a little nap after completing the steps immediately post-training, but I understand this might be highly unlikely. In lieu of this, you should be aiming to get 7-8 to eight hours of sleep per night. Crucially, this will be high-quality sleep, so ensure you are practicing positive sleep hygiene. Massage. One of the best methods to boost recovery. A trained professional will be able to help your body really recover post-training. No doubt the professional will be able to go deeper than you will on yourself, with your percussion tool or frame roller for instance. If you regularly see the same therapist, you will build a good relationship with them and they should be able to start working on trouble areas or offering advice based on your body. The recovery mindset. Like sleep, the recovery mindset is worthy of its own podcast episode. But to summarise, forget a lot of the rules that you have on being more active in day-to-day -day life. Take in the stairs, for example, and start to think about what will help your body recover. Asking yourself whether you are adding to the time taken for your body to recover or reducing it when going about your daily life will really open your eyes to how much more you can do. Recovery rides. Most people get this horribly wrong. Recovery rides might be something that replaces a rest day or sits the day before a key, more intense session. Sadly, most people get this wrong by going too long, 90 minutes is the max, going too hard, you should be going so slow it's painful, or doing this outside, 
for obvious reasons. If your recovery ride doesn't follow these rules, it's not a recovery ride and it's actually adding to the stress your body is trying to recover from. End of season breaks. Prolonged rest is the final part of this recovery puzzle. Of course, we only want this to happen once per year, and ideally, this is after you've finished your last A event of the year. Cumulative or chronic fatigue is often really hard to notice as it takes ages to build. A good long break of a week or more, depending on how long and hard your season has been, is wise to ensure that you build on this year, progress with the growth into the next year, and ensure you don't need a break at a more untimely point of your next season. Ask yourself if you want a break at the end of this season or before your main event in the next one. The answer is pretty obvious. My top tips for optimising recovery from endurance training. This has been a lot of information, but it's not a real challenge to implement any of these, and mostly these are all affordable or free. The bottom line is that recovery is a fundamental part of training, so getting this right will help you take your cycling performance to the next level. Cool down for 5-20 to 20 minutes after each session. Get a recovery meal, drink or snack inside you along with replacing lost fluids. Stay away from sick people. Focus on quality sleep of 7-8 to eight hours per night. Utilise your foam roller percussion device and get a massage. Remember to focus on healthy daily nutrition. Only use recovery rides if you can keep it short and easy. Think recovery and make every opportunity count to build that recovery mindset. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Coach Pav. You've been listening to Pavcast. I hope you've really enjoyed this. If you're on my website, please feel free to leave me a comment and make sure you subscribe to my mailing list. If you're listening via my podcast, please feel free to subscribe and make sure you share this with your friends. Thank you very much and have an awesome day.